Good morning, everybody. Hope you're having a beautiful Sunday morning. Um, you're listening to God Pod. My name's Michelle Kennedy, and um, I just just grateful to have a voice. I'm grateful to have um, a place where I can reach out, and I never know who's going to listen. I never know, you know, who's going to stumble upon this. And if there's one thing in any of these episodes that encourage somebody, help them to steer their life a little differently, help them to work through something where they were about to give up, that's all, honestly, and especially if I steer somebody toward Jesus Christ, that makes my day. Then it's all worth it. It doesn't matter how popular the podcast is. It doesn't matter how many people listen to it it's about having one to however many people either come to know Jesus Christ or come to realize that he is so wonderful and everything about God and his word steers your life in the best direction and you know if you don't like what I have to say obviously you do not have to listen but I, I just, I'm just grateful and thank you for listening, um, whoever you might be. Uh, today I wanted, um, to focus on and do an episode on the difference between free will and the choices that you make and the freedom to make the choices that you make and that just because, um, we have a free will that God gave us does not mean we are free to make any choice we want. Big difference. And I'll, and I'll tell you, I'm going to explain why that is so important to understand. Um, because God talks about it. I think we are in, um, gosh, the world is in this, well, especially the United States in this crazy time frame right now where where and remember behind anything that is evil or twisted or perverted or lying is satan that's it it's not really the people they are either being influenced by the enemy or god but there's nothing in between so you know when i speak of these things like this huge transgender movement um, where uh, kids are being encouraged um, to basically make choices on their own as kids to have surgery, to remove breasts, to remove testicles because they want to be something else Or, or we have drag queens in schools with little kids Somebody thinks this is a good idea. It is not. Where the, 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 the Democratic, and not every Democrat, I'm not saying every Democrat is like this, but the, the ones in the White House, the people, the bigwigs up there right now, their movement is we want Roe v. Wade back. We want, essentially, to kill babies. They run on a campaign of murder. It just blows my mind. And if you cannot 
go there and admit that an administration that is so okay with encouraging people, women, to terminate their child's life up to nine months in the womb. I'm sorry, you've got to, you, you got to, you got to shake your head and, and get right here. And all of this is going down to these choices and free will. And I'm going to delineate and I'm going to differentiate. So, because I'm sorry, I get so frustrated and so upset, especially when it comes to little kids and how culture is trying to um, absolutely destroy them. God created man and woman. These are the facts and they're in the word of God and there is nothing that supersedes the word of God. The word of God is truth, fact, and you may not like that. You may not even agree. That's okay. But I'm telling you that's what it is and it will stand the test of time. But so when God created the earth back in the beginning, read Genesis for yourself, read it, says it right there. God created man and woman. He didn't create anything in between. There's no other name, um, any other gender, nothing. So he makes that very clear. I create them male and female. He says it more than once. So we know there's only two genders. Okay. Then he also gave them the garden of Eden. He, um, blessed them, said, be fruitful and multiply. That means have sex and have babies and make families. Cause that's the only way. Um, and he gave, so if you don't know Genesis, there, uh, there was all these beautiful trees full of fruits, all kinds of fruits. I don't even know, probably more fruits than we have now. The, obviously the ground gave them vegetables and they had the animals and they could do whatever they wanted. They, God blessed them and said, take care of this garden. It's yours. But it was like perfection. Um, but there was one tree called the tree of the knowledge of good and evil the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And he said of that tree, do not eat or you will surely die. That's what he said. Don't eat that tree. Everything else you can have. So why am I bringing this up? Because when God did that, essentially what he was doing was saying, I am not going to make you a robot. I'm going to grant you and, and, and give you freedom to make a choice. Now, God knew that if they made the choice to eat off of that tree, he had warned them. But he also was like, I'm not going to make you not eat from that tree. I'm asking you not to. Because you know why? Because there were consequences if they did. He was protecting them. And so Free will, freedom to choose, as we hear in this culture right now about certain things, is not what God is talking about. And I'll make that very clear. There are certain things. There's a Bible verse I'm going to read too. Powerful. So at the end of the day, Satan, who is a tempter, and Satan will always bring doubt against God's word. He does it up to this day. He twists things, distorts God's word, distorts everything God said. I mean, think about it. God said, I am making male and female. That's it. 
But now Satan has come in. Look at how many genders we have. Look at how many we can choose from. Pan, pan, gender, this gender, he, they, he, her, whatever, these pronouns. It's, sorry, it's BS. But that's Satan for you. Trying to confuse. Satan confuses. God is always about clarity, truth, and truth makes you free. Satan will twist and confuse and torment. And I see that going on big time. So sadly, Adam and Eve... Eve was the first, Satan came in as a serpent. And yes, apparently they could speak to the animals in ways we can't today. Because when you read the story, Eve is not surprised that a snake would be speaking to her. Not surprised at all. But it was Satan who had gone into the serpent to deceive them. And he placed doubt in their mind about eating from that tree. You know why? Because he wanted them to eat from it. One, he wanted them to be to disobey God because he knew there would be tragic consequences, which we are living out today. And two, he, wa- he wanted to ruin their lives. And he wanted them to go against God because he hates God and wants to be better than God. And he never will. At that moment, Eve had a choice to make. I'm either going to listen to this snake telling me, putting doubt, like, did God really say that? Did God really say you die? No, he just doesn't want you to eat it because you'll have wisdom like him. Well, that was a lie. So they ate the fruit. They were enticed. But they had a, hey, look, God gave them the free will to make that choice. He didn't stop them in that moment or anything. He knew they were going to make that choice. Because God is omniscient, which means he's all-knowing. And I think a lot of people struggle with that too. But anyway, the point is, in that moment, they made their choice. And as soon as they did that, they were filled with shame. See, they were naked. They had no clothes at that time. But as soon as they disobeyed God and broke off their relationship with God, because God had said, I'm just asking you, do not eat of that one thing. They were filled with shame and they all of a sudden were aware they were naked. See, they had no, they had no um, <clears throat> knowledge or awareness of being naked. It was just the way it was. And that has, you know, we know if we're naked outside, we feel weird. People, we don't want people to see our bodies, you know, like if we were in a crowd. That was not the case back then before they sinned, before they broke off from God. So, But now they all of a sudden, all these flooded emotions. And if you want to hear more about this, I wrote a book and it talks all about this. It's very interesting. Read Unveiling the Garden of Eden. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it on my website, michellejkennedy.org through Mammoth Nation. Mammoth Nation is a a wonderful patriotic site where people sell things. Um, Anyway, read. You would find it very interesting. It's, It's just very interesting. But anyway, so they went and hid. They hid from God because they knew they had done exactly what he said not to. And um, they were sent out of the garden, essentially. And life as we know it has been horrible ever since. It got worse and worse. In fact, they had two sons, uh, Cain and Abel. And Cain killed Abel. I mean, murder had... The, the degrading of 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 consequences happen so quickly from that one sin. 
And that doesn't mean God hasn't gone after us since. It doesn't mean he, he sent his son Jesus to die on the cross to take our place. Because once you sin, sin separates you from God, just like it did Adam and Eve. But in our case, it separates us for eternity, eternity, which means afterlife. Right now, if you don't receive Jesus, your sin will separate you for eternity from God. You don't want that. And those two places, heaven is where God is and hell is where he is not. Hell is where you go without Christ. Got to just say it. You don't want to be there. It is, I I don't even want to talk about it. But that's what sin does. You're not, you're not, you don't go to heaven based on how nice you were or how good you were. You go based off of sin. And if it's covered because Christ covered your sin, conquered it and took your place. All right. Let me get back on track. Um, so let me wrap this up a little bit because I don't want to go too long. Let me read this verse as well. And this, so there's, this verse is powerful. So it's 1 Corinthians 10, 23. And it says, everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible, but not everything is edifying. That's a very true statement. And um, let me let me see if I can just I I, I want to be very um, <clears throat> the, uh, first of all let me just say this there are so many people confused tormented and struggling out there with making certain decisions and the worst the worst of the decisions. <laughs> is terminating their baby or butchering their body to be go from a girl to a boy, boy to a girl, and um, eventually will regret that because your DNA doesn't change. God gave you a, either female DNA or male DNA, and that's at the center of who you are. You're stamped with that forever, and you cannot run from that DNA. It will always be with you, but you will have butchered your body to look like something else and it will never match up. So though okay, so when God says everything is permissible, that's true. So everything was permissible in the garden, but not everything was beneficial. And that's why God gave us free will. But we are not free to make any choice we want to make. There are bad choices and there are edifying choices. Bad choices have bad consequences. Every time you will not escape the consequence. Um, so we, so I'm going to get into this a little bit deeper, not out of judgment, not out of trying to make somebody feel, um, see God's mercy is so great that even when you say get pregnant and you're three months in and you kill that baby because that's what you're doing if you go in and terminate it. Abort means to stop, to end. 
It is a life growing, and if you abort it, it's dead. Even if you make that horrendous, horrendous decision, God has mercy and forgiveness waiting for you. You must go to him and receive it and ask for it. Would God have said, good decision, good choice? Yes, go make that decision because you have free will. No, he would not. Absolutely not. And I know that everyone that I know who has made that decision regrets it beyond regret. Nobody talks about what it does to the mother. It, It cannot be a good feeling. No, it's not. So God would say, I've given you free will. And your free will, you went out and got pregnant. You went and had sex. Yeah, made a choice to have sex. Even was that a good decision? Maybe not. Now there's a baby growing. And God would never say, go end that life. But many, many, many people do. And they think they have a right to choose that choice. And God would say, no, you don't. Everything's permissible. Not everything is beneficial. It is not beneficial to terminate the child inside a womb. Ever, ever, ever. And people go, well, what about this? Aren't there some... Honestly, you know what? Honestly, I didn't always feel this way. I would have said, I suppose, yeah, I suppose if, uh, you know... Uh, one of your, your uncle got you pregnant. Maybe you should end it. I don't know if I feel that way because God can do things. God can heal things. That child uh, could turn out just fine. And I, 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 I just, oh gosh, I know that sounds so crazy, but I, God is so much bigger than this. Well, my uncle got me pregnant. So let's, let's end this. You know what? So be it if that happens in that situation. I I understand the reason why people think that's okay. I really do. But is it really okay? That I, I wrestle with. I'll just be honest. I wrestle with it. The other choices. This is also going to touch a nerve possibly. Is in um, this whole sexual perversion that's going on. It is rampant. I have never seen anything so destructive. I've never seen <clears throat> anything where... where the, the government and the culture of the government wants so badly for people to be trans, gay, you name it. They, they just want them to be anything other than what they are. Have you noticed that? They don't want you to just be a guy and own your manhood. They want you to get confused and maybe you're a girl and, oh, maybe you should be transsexual. It's unbelievable to me. Is it okay Would God say, make the choice to go off in your mind thinking, I'm tempted to see what it is to be with a guy and I'm a guy. I'm tempted to see what it is to be a girl and be with a girl. God would say, no. Is everything permissible? Yes. Is is that mean it's beneficial or edifying? Absolutely not. Do you know why God talks about homosexuality in the Bible? He warns about it, and he blatantly, and I can get a verse, maybe not in this episode. I want to go here because um, if God warns against it, 
and says that you that it says in the Bible that men exchanged the truth for a lie and laid down together. What that was saying is men instead of laying down with a woman the way they should, laid down with each other and exchanged the truth for a lie. I mean that that's what homosexuality is. And and um the reason God talks about it is because he's warning it. It's not right. I did not create you to be with one another. I created man to be with woman. And that's why the parts work. It's so obvious, but we, we ignore the truth. And I, I realize people begin to get temptations in their mind. But remember, Satan is behind everything that's twisted that God talks about. Satan is behind it. And he is a liar. So when I would warn anybody that if you're having thoughts of, you know, anything, just kind of perverted thoughts about, I want to sleep with a kid or I want to even sleep with my neighbor's wife. It doesn't even have to be, you know, homosexuality or a man dressing up like any of that. Is it, is it permissible because God gave you free will? Yes. Is it beneficial? Hell no. God is protecting his people from disastrous consequences. That's why not everything is permissible, folks, because it's not beneficial. Do you see the difference? I mean, when we talk about the, the homosexuality and every little factor of, or facet of that, it's a, it's a touchy subject because there's, because I get it. People really do believe they were born that way. Uh, but only thing I can say to that is why, why would God give life to a person? R- have in his word that homosexuality is not what he created, and he warns against going that way. Why in the world would he create a person homosexual and, and warn against it? That is the meanest God. That is, that is not a God I would want to serve. And he doesn't do it. I will tell you what happens. The enemy is so sly, just like he was back in the garden. And he comes through in a thought. And if you're not aware and if you don't know the Lord, it's hard to know the difference. And he'll do it, I don't know, just very slowly and, and over time where you start to go, oh, she's cute. And I, you know, I'm a woman. Oh, maybe I like girls. And maybe, and then you have a culture totally promoting it. It comes in as a temptation of a thought. It is not, you weren't born that way. God wouldn't do that. That would be so unfair. And he's not that kind of, he's a loving God. And even if we do go make these treacherous decisions, he forgives us every time. And he provides a way out and he brings truth. I, I realize I, I, the reason I go to these places in these episodes, it's not easy for me because I know there are truly so many people that deal with this, but my hope is that you get some truth out of this and realize God has a different way. It's his, his way and design is the only way and it's the best way. And it's because not everything is permissible. 
I mean, everything is, but it's not all beneficial. So he says, you don't just get to make every choice you want to make. And I say that because I love you and I want to protect you from the consequences. That's exactly why he says that. So if you're faced with something right now that touches on, you know, or hits close to home with maybe some of the things I brought up, please understand, take some time away from that thought process, pray, maybe write some things out and know that there's choices you might make because God gave you free will to make choices. But he says not every choice is beneficial because he knows the after effects of some of these choices, all the choices that are wrong. And you can make a better choice. There's other choices that are better. And whoever you are, God created you, you, from the day you were born. You're either a male or a female. Everything else is a lie from Satan. Don't live a lie. Live God's truth. It is truly the most. That's freedom. Living in God's truth. Living according to the things that he talks about. Get to know him. Get to know the word of God. It's incredible. It can only benefit you. So there's free will. And free will allows us to make choices and not be robots. But then there are certain things. God says, no, that choice is not okay and it never will be. Where he says, is everything permissible? Yes. But is it all beneficial? No. God forgives all of our bad decisions. Every single one of them. Don't continue to make those. Start seeking him out. Make sure you know him. He loves you very much. And I hope this, I hope this has helped somebody. God bless you. God bless you.